0: Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 1437. Christmas Eve, 1937. After Holy Communion, the Mother of God gave me to experience the anxious concern she had in her heart because of the Son of God. But this anxiety was permeated with such fragrance of abandonment to the will of God that I should call it rather a delight than an anxiety. I understood how my soul ought to accept the will of God in all things. It is a pity I cannot write this the way I experienced it. My soul was plunged in deep recollection all day long. Nothing could tear me away from this recollection, neither duties nor the business I had with lay people. Before supper, I went into the chapel for a moment to break the wafer spiritually with those beloved persons so dear to my heart, though far away. First, I steeped myself in profound prayer and asked the Lord for graces for them, all as a group, and then for each one individually. Jesus gave me to know how much this pleased him, and my soul was filled with even greater joy to see what, that God loves in a special way those whom we love. After I had gone into the refectory during the reading, my whole being found itself plunged in God. Interiorly, I saw God looking at us with great pleasure. I remained alone with the Heavenly Father, At that moment, I had a deeper knowledge of the three divine persons whom we shall contemplate for all eternity and, after millions of years, shall discover that we have just barely begun our contemplation. Oh, how great is the mercy of God who allows man to participate in such a high degree in his divine happiness. At the same time, what great pain! pierces my heart at the thought that so many souls have spurned this happiness. When we began to share the wafer, a sincere and mutual love reigned among us. Mother Superior Irene expressed this wish to me, Sister, the works of God proceed slowly, so do not be in a hurry. In general, the sisters sincerely wished me great love, which is that which I desire above all. I saw that these wishes truly came from their hearts, except for one sister, who had a concealed malice in her wishes, although this did not cause me much pain, for my soul was pervaded by God. Yet this enlightened me as to why God communicates so little with a soul of this kind, and I learned that such a soul is always seeking itself even in holy things. Oh, how good the Lord is in not letting me go astray. I know that he will guard me, even jealously, but only as long as I remain little, because it is with such that the great Lord likes to commune. As to proud souls, he watches them from afar and opposes them. Although I wanted to keep vigil for some time before the Midnight Mass, I could not do so. I fell asleep at once, and I was even feeling very weak. But when they rang the bells for Midnight Mass, I jumped to my feet at once and dressed, though with great difficulty, because I felt sick again and again. When I arrived at Midnight Mass, from the very beginning I steeped myself in deep recollection during which time I saw the stable of Bethlehem, filled with great radiance. The Blessed Virgin, all lost in the deepest of love, was wrapping Jesus in swaddling clothes, but St. Joseph was still asleep. Only after the Mother of God put Jesus in the manger did the light of God awaken Joseph, who was also praying. But after a while, I was left alone with the infant Jesus, who stretched out his little hands to me, and I understood that I was to take him in my arms. Jesus pressed his head against my heart and gave me to know by his profound gaze how good he found it to be next to my heart. At that moment, Jesus disappeared and the bell was ringing for Holy Communion. Here, St. Faustina writes of receiving an insight on Christmas Eve after having received Holy Communion. Our Lady revealed to Faustina the anxious concern that she had in her heart when Christ was being born. She let Faustina experience what she had experienced. At the same time, Mary abandoned herself completely to God's will. She let God's plan unfold. So, At the same time, she experienced delight and anxiety. And it seems that delight won out. It is a lesson for us to accept the will of God in all things. Before dinner, Faustina went to the chapel to spiritually exchange the Christmas wafer with her loved ones. This is a devotional practice which takes place on Christmas Eve. She steeped herself in prayer. We can think of a tea bag steeped in hot water. It means that Faustina immersed herself in prayer. She prayed deeply, not superficially. We can learn from her. She learned that Jesus loves those who we love, and he wants to bless them for our sake. During the reading in the dining room, she also entered deeply into prayer. She was given an insight into the mystery of the Holy Trinity. This is a mystery that we will contemplate for eternity and never understand fully. Heaven will not be boring, and there will be happiness and joy beyond what we can imagine. She was pleased that the other sisters offered her Christmas greetings from the heart. Only one sister didn't offer them sincerely because of the malice in her heart. She was self-centered. We need to die to ourselves and see Jesus in every other person. And then after dinner on Christmas Eve, apparently the sisters could pray until Midnight Mass if they received permission. But St. Faustina was too weak. She had to rest in bed before Midnight Mass but she was able to attend Midnight Mass and she received a beautiful insight into the nativity scene. She experienced, in a particular way, the love of Jesus. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast,